0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Every weekday, watch past episodes, too. The Dan Patrick Show, available anywhere you are, any way you want it. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show, where the poll questions have taken a turn since the departure of McLovin.
1: Which would be worse, peeing your pants on the sidelines and then having to play the rest of the game 90 plus degrees
2: or 30 or lower degrees? You know, I can't ask a tough question
3: occasionally. One is swampy, the other's freezing. Yeah, I'd rather be swampy than frozen. Yes, the problem with the cold weather is you're going to be cold. Then you're going to get about 20 seconds of warmth that you're like, oh, that feels good, <laughs> and then it's frozen. That is terrible. Did you ever urinate in your uniform?
0: Oh yeah, pretty much every game. From the pee in the pants to the ball in the end zone. Touchdown! We're covering every aspect of the NFL playoffs as a tribute to the listeners of this program. Broadcasting from the mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick.
2: Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. A little drained, but I'm a warrior. I got to ramp it back up tonight. Cardinals at the Rams Monday Night Football Playoff Style. Best and worst of the weekend, as we always do. Give us a call, 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Marvin standing by. Also, tweets, emails are welcome as well. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow, 877-3DP-SHOW. Say good morning to Peacock, our streaming partner, and also iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, in nearly 400 cities around America carrying this program. We'll have play of the day, stat of the day, and a poll question. have that for you. Once again, if you're watching, Fritzy is zooming in. He's still quarantined, and uh, we hope to have him by the end of the week. Bengals over the Raiders. Bills blow out the Patriots. Bucks over the Eagles. Niners survive Dallas. Chiefs blow out the Steelers. And you have Cardinals at the Rams coming up Monday Night Football. If it wasn't evident enough throughout the season, this weekend's wildcard games proved just how hard it is to beat an elite quarterback. The Bengals took down the Raiders thanks to some amazing throws by Joe Burrow. Bills embarrassed the Patriots behind Josh Allen. I did not know this at the time, but the Buffalo Bills are the first team in NFL history, regular or postseason, not to record a field goal attempt, a punt attempt, And not turn the ball over for the entire game. Stat of the day, stat of the day. That stat of the day, stat of the day.
4: Here comes that what? Stat of the day.
2: They threw a perfect game is what the Buffalo Bills did. We'll have more on the Patriots coming up a little bit. So you have Josh Allen, Tom Brady, and the Buccaneers cruise to the win over the Eagles. Mahomes was great after the first quarter as the Chiefs handled the Steelers. And football we know is a team game, but you gotta have that quarterback. You gotta have somebody who's impactful. And in the playoffs, everything moves faster. These decisions have to be made quicker. Every decision is, you know, exacerbated it doesn't affect elite signal callers, at least for the most part, it normally doesn't. Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts, it looked like they were in their first playoff games. But the quarterbacks may be able to win regular season games, but none of those offenses are designed to keep up with elite quarterbacks. And, and we saw a lot of parity throughout the NFL season, but Wild Card weekend, a uh, not-so-subtle reminder, not all playoff quarterbacks are created equal. And you saw the Kansas City Chiefs. And I was wondering about this, not having a first-round bye. Now they face the Buffalo Bills. But, you know, Kansas City got off to a slow start. That's what happens usually when you have that bye and then you go into your next game. You're kind of trying to figure out what you're supposed to do and remember what you're supposed to do and get back into that playoff mode. And the Chiefs famously start out slow. And they did in this game. Now, of course, they blew out the Steelers, and you expected them to win that game. But this is one of those, you play that game as opposed to coming into Buffalo, that game with Buffalo, and you start out slow, it could cost you the game. You know, Green Bay and Tennessee are glad to have the weekend off, I'm sure, to get guys healthy. But then you got to get ready. 49ers have been playing playoff football for six weeks now. And they're going to be ready to go right away with the Green Bay Packers. Tennessee getting Derrick Henry back. And now you're facing a Cincinnati team. They're young. They don't know any better. They're going to be ready to go, fired up. And, you know, that's where you want to make sure that you're mentally playing playoff football when you get into your first game in the postseason.
1: What's the poll question we're going with today, Paul? Uh, all right. This is a kind of a two-parter or a two-way to ask it. A lot of people were watching the Patriots the other night and they were getting smoked and they don't get smoked on national TV a lot, especially in the playoffs. So which loss as a fan did you enjoy watching more? The Patriots loss (laughs) or the Cowboys loss? No offense, but there's a lot of people who enjoy when either the Patriots or Cowboys lose and both of those were painful fashions.
2: Well, the Patriots never had a chance. That one was just like, okay, this this one isn't. Now you were just kind of waiting to see if Buffalo
1: would put a 50 burger on them. I guess so. The Patriots, didn't didn't they score 50 a week ago? Yes. To have it turned around on national TV. I think they scored 50 twice this year.
2: (laughs) But it's weird to say a team that scores 50 twice didn't have enough offense to keep up with Buffalo. I just thought, you know, Buffalo's game plan was try to stop us. And I I want Josh Allen to run. And you know you normally you don't say I want my elite quarterback to run, but he has to run. And when he does, he runs differently than other quarterbacks do. It, he can make you miss, but he's a big guy. He's not a slide guy. And you know it, it just ha- it it helps him make it makes him more dangerous when he's able to run
3: and also the ability to throw. Yes, he- well sometimes when you're watching him. You you forget that he can run because yeah. they're throwing the ball, he's handing it off, and all of a sudden he takes off, and you're like, oh, crap, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if everybody said that. Uh, oh, well, Some people. Yeah, just Patriots <laughs> fans probably went, oh, crap. Patriots fans probably said, oh, crap.
2: Uh, I don't know if there's that much vitriol <laughs> with the Patriots now across the country. Feels like the Cowboys... You either love them or, man, did you love the way they lost yesterday. (laughs) I'm going to say the Cowboys, that loss, more people enjoyed that. And the way they lost as well. They would probably say, yeah, Cowboys. I mean, the Patriots, they're not as threatening. You know, you don't have Tom there. And even Patriot fans were spinning this going, yeah, but they couldn't beat us with Tom. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you got that chip. Good. Yeah. Good luck with that. Okay. <laughs> I I would say people more people enjoyed the Cowboys' loss. What
1: else do you have, Paul? Okay, same question. Oh. Which is the worst, worst way to lose? The oh. way the Patriots lost or the Cowboys lost? Same answer. Like yes. if you're if you're oh oh yeah
2: yeah if if we're done and we're just getting pasted, it's like all right, come on, keep keep doing it. You yep. score another touchdown, we don't care.
3: Would you rather be humiliated or incompetent? Is kind of the way that that poll oh. question
1: I could take this one. I've been both. Uh, <laughs> when when you think when you when you think for years, we could have had that one. You know, the, the Mac Jones isn't is sitting there going, you know, if we just had that one play in the third quarter, yeah. we would have got it.
2: Nobody is second guessing <laughs> the, the Patriots going, you know, if, you got, if, if uh, Mac Jones gets that touchdown pass at 7-7, seven, seven, who knows? Nobody's saying that today. Dallas fans, football fans are all diagramming, dissecting, got an opinion on that last play. And if you're looking at levels of blame – First of all, let me start with 14 penalties. You're the most penalized team in the NFL. And 14, you know, there's so many penalties that they they weren't judgment calls. It was your offsides. Um, You're holding that uh, offensive lineman. Like, it just felt like Dallas did their best to keep the Niners alive. And in the final quarter, the Niners did their best to keep the Cowboys alive.
3: Yes, yeah, well, I don't remember exactly where it was in the game, but the, the Cowboys had that moment where they were going to go for it on fourth or they were faking it and then they were swapping out their uh, The kicking team was going to come out and they were trying to, you know, get the 49ers to jump offside and then they ended up getting a delayed game penalty. They couldn't get that figured out.
2: Yes, there were penalties that were just out of stupidity that, you know, you can't make these mistakes and it caught up with them. But if you start with Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, by the way, Dak is getting bailed out for having a terrible game because of that last call. Because people are forgetting Dak, you score seven points in the first three quarters at home. Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator. I don't have a problem with the call. I don't. Because, but if they, you can't tell me that you practice that. If, so you got 14 seconds, you're at the 40-yard line. All right, he wants to get it into an area where I can throw a pass, not a jump ball. Now they're covering the sidelines and he goes up the middle. Okay, but you can't tell me you practice the play if you don't know what protocol is. And that is, Dak has to find the line judge and say, here you go. That's it. And the line judge is trying to get to the ball. You give it to your center, and then the official has to come. Like, you, you can't tell me you practiced that because the center is lining up. You should know. Tony Romo was great in the moment. And Tony Romo hasn't been playing football for five years. And he said, no, no, you got to give it to the official. Give it to the official. Like, he knew it. And, and, you know, that's what perplexed me when Mike McCarthy's trying to tell you, yeah, we practice that. Well, if you practice that, you have to go, hey, by the way, you know, if it comes down to final, you know, two seconds, three seconds, give the ball to the official. He has to spot it. But that official is behind you. You know that he's trailing on the play. You just ran 15 yards. Here's Mike McCarthy on the quarterback draw
4: we call them thresholds and you know field position what yard line you're at and which you are trying to get to too based on your know, defense that they're, they're playing they were in a sideline defense so they were protecting the sidelines and so that was the best option to be able to get the ball i mean it's, it's like anything else you, do you want to be running a Hail mary play from the 50 yard line or you want to be running five verticals from the 25 yard line so that's the decision it's the right decision you know it's just like anything it's the execution between us and the officials putting the ball obviously wasn't wasn't you know we shouldn't have had any problem getting the ball spotted there is that the call you're looking for
2: Here's Dak Prescott on handing the ball to the referees.
5: Yeah, I mean, no, we've practiced it. You handed it, you handed it to the to the center, the umpire. All he has to do is usually come in and tap the ball. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, don't don't know, don't necessarily know exactly why the why the hit happened. I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I know he's going to come in and touch the ball. Uh, I, we can say, yeah, he needs to be close to the ball or whatever. But um, in hindsight. I mean, just tough, just, yeah, tough, tough to, tough to accept.
2: Well, he's trailing on the play. You're, you're running the ball down. Now the official who's twice Dak's age is running down to get somehow in between a couple of linemen so he can spot the ball. The center doesn't even spot the ball correctly. The official has to move it back. They try to cheat like a yard. Oh, what a mess. What a mess. And yes, Jerry Jones had something to say after the
0: game. Well, I think this is a time that uh, when you get this combination of players together, you need to uh, have success because we all know how it goes in the NFL. The whole thing is set up, take away from the best, and add to the ones that need improvement. And personnel-wise, I think we have the best. All
2: right. We are not surprised that Dallas lost this game the way they did. We're surprised. But I brought this up on Friday, brought it up on Thursday. Is there a scenario if Dallas loses that Dallas would then elevate Kellen Moore to becoming the next head coach of the Cowboys? But, you know, they're probably going to lose Kellen Moore. They're probably going to lose Dan Quinn. They're, They're two assistant coaches. This set up perfectly for Dallas. You have two really good coordinators. Dan Quinn, as I told you last week, and it was verified this weekend, is the leading candidate for the Broncos' job. Kellen Moore is being interviewed for a couple of jobs there. And you you have a good offense. You have impact players on defense. You had home field advantage. This set up as well as any scenario for the Cowboys in recent memory. And then you beat yourself. You do stupid things. You let the 49ers manhandle you for the first three quarters. You let Jimmy Garoppolo beat you. And, of course, Jimmy. Paulie was great yesterday. He goes, man, I just get the feeling Jimmy's going to give one up. <laughs> it's like four minutes later, it's like, uh-oh. And then you go, the Niners are doing their best to give Dallas a chance to win this game. Yes, Paulie.
1: It, it felt like that's the bailout of the weekend yeah. is Garoppolo because he had a nice first three quarters. But that pass, he could have thrown anywhere else in the stadium. Oh, he could have thrown it God. down. He could have taken a knee. He could have slid Mm -hmm. and run the clock. Um, But the Dallas thing, when when you see the ref in the moment running up, did it feel like a lack of urgency by everybody? Dallas, too. like Their linemen half are are lined up. They're blocking people. Well, I
2: think the tight end, Schultz is not even quite sure of getting up to the line of scrimmage. Like It just felt like, well, we got some time here. We got some time here.
1: Yeah, Paul. Uh, The Niners are up 23-17, and they're trying to Run down the field and you know get a couple first downs, and run out the clock, and they got third down pass uh, a penalty on Dallas illegal hands to the face. A Couple plays later, Randy Gregory decides to tackle an offensive lineman. They gave him a couple first down. In Dallas to be a penalty. I know, just stupid stuff.
2: This program brought to you by Impeller. Empower your investment portfolio opportunities in Puerto Rico. Impeller, a new online tool that connects investors with innovative projects on the island. Available now. Impeller, your hub for investment opportunities in Puerto Rico. Learn more at investpr.org slash Impeller. We'll take a break. We'll settle on our poll question. Phone calls always welcome. Well, any day. But on Monday, it's best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you
0: didn't like. We'll get to all of that coming up right after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Mike check. Mike check.
6: Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. Let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real...
2: We got Penny's Bang Biscuits in two different sizes. The bite-sized treats, perfect rewards during training sessions or anytime you want to thank your dog for good behavior. Penny's always, always worthy of a treat. My dog, Winnie, not so much. Our biscuits, handmade from scratch, using healthy, all-natural ingredients, plus 20% of all Bang Biscuit sales given back to hand-picked partners in the pet industry. Very proud of that, and uh, I... Uh, Appreciate hearing the feedback on those that uh, you guys picked up. Well, it's been uh, one of our our better uh, items that we sell on DanPatrick.com. Possible poll question sent to Fritzy: If Coach Belichick has his way, would he want his starting quarterback to be Mac Jones, Jimmy Garoppolo, or Tom Brady? Well, that's not really a good question. Seems unlikely. Yeah, because he had Tom Brady, didn't want Tom Brady. He had Jimmy Garoppolo. Now he's got Mac Jones. Do I think they have their quarterback? No. I think they have a quarterback. I don't know yet. But this is a rookie deal. That's why when you think about with Mac Jones, all right, you got a couple of years here to figure it out and see if he's a franchise quarterback. I'm not sure he is. I think he's a good quarterback at times. But, you know, we... This is different. If this is 15 years ago, 20 years ago, we look at this differently, you know, a rookie quarterback. You're, you you don't expect anything out of a rookie quarterback. Now we expect you to come in and we expect you to be, you know, really good. And it's, it's not that easy. Mac Jones plays like a rookie. Jalen Hurts plays like a rookie. That they have some talent. I just don't know. And I like Jalen Hurts, but the Eagles committed to him, and they run the football. Now, they went against Tampa at Tampa, and, you know, the Buccaneers defense is getting healthier. Brady still has Mike Evans and Gronk, and I expected them to win this game. But do I have a definitive grade or uh, opinion on these quarterbacks moving forward? No. Uh, I, I don't know if either one can be franchise quarterbacks, elite quarterbacks. But in the moment, if I have you on a rookie deal, the Eagles have three first-round picks. All right, maybe you surround him. Maybe you make, you know, you're going to be a different type of team. And that is, you've got to stop the run. That's who we are. And I do like that. Oh, guess who just called in? I would like to hear from him under better circumstances. Let's put it that way. But as far as content, it's probably better to hear him this way. The return of Shay in Irving. Hi, bud.
4: I can't handle it anymore, Danny. I can't. I just can't understand it, you know? The amount of talent wasted I know. by Kellen Moore and McCarthy. Those two bums. Not ready for primetime, Danny. They both need to take a seat. And I don't even mind that last play. I don't mind it. I don't care. Dak wasn't hitting anybody 35, 40 yards out. I don't care how many shots you're going to give him. I like going Weird and maybe getting the first down. But you got to get down faster, and you got to realize you got 65-year-old AARP members, part-time refereeing. They're never going to get to you in time. There's no reason to not see that coming. McCarthy has got to go back to the basement, Danny. Adios, fat man!
2: <laughs> Good to have you back.
4: The penalties, Danny. I know. The okay. like you I can't the... even see straight.
2: You were the most penalized team in the NFL. And, and you know, the, if Cowboy fans want to blame the officials. A lot of these penalties were just, hey, you're offsides or... Uh,
4: seven pre-snap penalties. Seven, Danny. Yes. Seven pre-snap penalties. And everywhere that fat man goes, none of his teams are disciplined. Not a one. Go to Green Bay. And by the way, by the way, he got one ring with Aaron Rodgers, and we think he's the messiah. It, 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 and Dak is making way too much money to be playing the way he played. I, I'm beside myself, Danny. But at least you all lost Pearl. That's got to be good news, huh? <laughs> uh, the seat is open. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, easy shoes to fill. I can tell
2: you that. <laughs> uh, do you see? Do you think Mike McCarthy's job is in jeopardy with Jerry?
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, Jerry Mad. Jerry Big <laughs> Mad. The fat man's in trouble.
2: How about we go Portly? Let's go Portly. Let's go Portly.
4: Well, I know, Danny, he's morbidly obese. <laughs> it should be talked about, pointed out. That's a problem. He's an awful coach. He just You tell me, I mean, how in the world, how in the world do you end a game? That's the end of your season. That's what you do.
2: I wouldn't have hired him. I wouldn't have hired him in the first place.
4: Me neither. Keep him in the basement. Do whatever you got to do with the film and your unemployment check. I don't care. He is not a good coach.
2: Are you okay with Kellen Moore becoming the head coach?
4: Absolutely not. Whiz kid, my you-know-what. He needs a whole sack of humility. He should eat that for the next year. He ain't ready for primetime, Danny. That game plan was bad. You know how dumb I am. I just want to run the damn ball. But even I understood what San Francisco can do on the defensive end. And when you have to protect the quarterback, and Dak has to make throws, that's a fact. None of that happened.
2: Yeah, I think that uh, we we're glossing over that how bad Dak was because of that. It was awful. I know that last play. Sure. People are forgetting that Dak scores seven. That offense scores seven points in the first three quarters
4: at home. Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're going to be every, every, every freaking year, Danny.
2: Are you going to be watching football, or are you done? I mean, i got money on it, Danny. I'm going to
4: have to watch. I have oh. a choice. Right.
2: How you been, by the way, aside from this? How's the, how's the uh, family?
4: I mean, i got three daughters and a wife that don't work. Danny, how do you think I am?
2: <laughs> well, God bless you on the three daughters there. Yeah. Uh, I'd still like to have a drink with you. I, you know, I put that invitation out. Come on down. Come on down. <laughs> no, I, do I can't. Do it right now. Right now, <laughs> I can't. I can't do it right now.
4: But greyhounds I, at nine thirty, Danny. Let's get weird. <laughs> Are you off today? What? <laughs> Work. That's funny. That's real funny. I'm in morning, Danny. I can't even see straight. I am going to go get hammered, though. If you want to,
2: well, if, if you're in my neighborhood, I, uh, yeah. I, I'd love to to have a, a beer with you. All right, you go. You might be in the brown stuff, though, right?
4: Oh yeah, Our <laughs> liquor's coming early.
2: <laughs> well, it's great to hear from you. Yeah, whatever, Danny. Thank you, Shay. That's uh, Shay and Irving. I texted him right after the game, and I said, "Unbelievable," and he said. I can't, I can't see straight. And uh, <laughs> I thought, is this cruel to have him on? And then I thought, well, it might be, but it's good content. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to give him an opportunity to tell the world how he feels. And uh, it's been two years, I think. Now, I stay in touch with him, but uh, he's going that's going to be a long day. Long day. Yeah, Paul.
1: Seems like he's doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> his anger issues seem to be a little, a little better than they used to be. Yeah. That's a toughie last night, though. That's his. Well, because in previous years, your hopes aren't this high.
2: Like you go, oh, okay, it's the Cowboys. Hey, we got a chance. You have home field. You know, the, the Niners were one of those teams that was sneaky good. And people were nervous about facing the Niners because the Niners travel. You know, they can run good defense. They didn't even have their best defensive players. Bosa was out. Warner was out. Like, I, it just, it boggles me that you couldn't take advantage of any of that. And you score seven points through three quarters. By the way, Debo Samuel can play on my team. He's great. He's so much fun. Plays two two positions. Although you want to be listed as a wide receiver, you make a whole lot more money as being a wide receiver right. than you do a running back. Uh, Ross Tucker just tweeted out: "Did Kellen Moore call that quarterback draw in an effort to get Mike McCarthy fired so he can become the next head coach?" Oh, I don't think it's that nefarious. I think Mike McCarthy can get fired on his own. Mike McCarthy has to co-sign on that. He's he hears it. He's on the headset. And he said, hey, we practice that all the time. If you practice it all the time, then you have to know at the very end of the play, it didn't seem like everybody was in that much of a hurry getting to the line of scrimmage there. But yes, Todd, you got to turn on your mic. You still have to turn on your mic.
6: You can't hear me right
2: now. No, I can. Yeah, you got to turn. Okay, maybe I wasn't speaking up. No, sorry, it's my fault. Okay.
6: Fans throwing stuff at the at the referee. I don't understand. You know, he, the official running faster than the Cowboys are, and he did everything he could to place the ball and jump out of the way. So why is why is the ref at fault there?
2: The Cowboy fans want to blame somebody else. The Cowboys want to blame somebody else. The Cowboys need to look at themselves and give a hard look at your undisciplined the entire season. And it cost you in the postseason. You scored seven points in three quarters. At home. Jimmy Garoppolo gave you a gift. And you still couldn't take advantage of it. I don't have a problem with the play call. Only if everybody knows what's going on, what's at stake, what's the clock. You get the ball spotted. As long as you understand that. But for a team that's undisciplined and sloppy... There's no room for error. And they got caught up in that vacuum there, and it cost them. Yeah,
1: Paul? I've never seen it happen. I've always want to see it. Imagine if Dak Prescott, right before he goes down, just turns to the sidelines and just shoots the ball out of bounds. You know, just like one yard behind him as a lateral and just throws it out of bounds. It stops the clock automatically. I've never seen it happen in a professional football game, but that's, you know, rather than go down and keep the clock running. And also, if this were college, college rules, the the ball would have stopped until it was spotted. Yeah.
2: You know, he had five sacks against a four-man rush. Like That can't happen. And you don't even have Joey Bosa in there. Or Nick Bosa. One of the Bosas. That didn't play well. Zeke said he was playing through a significant injury as well. But, man, you want to blame? Then you're not going to fix the problem. Look at yourself. Cowboys love to blame. Blame the officials. If seven of the 14 penalties didn't have anything to do with the officials' interpretation of a play, pre-snapped penalties. That starts with the coach. Here's Tony Romo on the last play of the Cowboys' season.
3: Jim, Jim, he's he's got to spot it, Jim. Jim, Jim, he's got to get the ball down, Jim.
1: (laughs) We didn't have the audio, so We just went with that.
3: Jim, 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 he's got to get the ball down there, Jim. That's what it sounded like.
1: (laughs) Tony.
2: (laughs) Uh, Best and worst of the weekend. Brad in Ohio leads us off. Hi, Brad. What's on your mind today? 5'7",
3: 185. All right. Uh,
0: best of the weekend was getting the calendar and seeing my recreation of Seton's Hay Girl for this week on it. <laughs> and uh, worst of the weekend is not excited that the Packers have to play the 49ers this weekend. They look pretty, uh, pretty stout. Well, you know, Green Bay's got
2: to be ready for that kind of football, and that's physical football. But I want to see if those defensive players, if Bose is going to be able to play in that game. Uh, you know that will be very, very important. Putting some pressure on Aaron Rodgers, but man, it's it, you are still facing Jimmy Garoppolo, and you know, I if you make him one dimensional, if you can stop the run, and then you say to Jimmy Garoppolo, "Okay, you got to beat us." Now he does have Kittle and he does have Debo, but you don't have Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Big difference there. Uh, Matt in Ohio. Hi, Matt. What's on your mind today?
4: Hi, Dan. I uh, called you actually right before uh, the Jaguars game, and I was talking about the Bengals meeting summer second. I'm finally feeling like we're earning it. So best of the weekend is the Bengals getting their first playoff win in 31 years. Very happy about that. And worst of the weekend, I can't believe the Dallas Cowboys lost that game last night. That was a uh, pretty awful showing by them.
2: Yes, it was. Uh, thank you, Matt. You know, watching when I, I watch Burrow and uh, you're watching Jamar Chase, there's a feeling that it's almost like Aaron Rodgers and uh, Devontae Adams. Like there's that feel. But you're starting when you're 23 years of age. Aaron didn't get Devontae Adams until a few years ago and Aaron is, you know, quite a bit older than Devontae Adams. These are two that, you know, we're at LSU, and then Joe Burrow says, you know, we need to take Jamar Chase. They were thinking about taking uh, Penny Sewell out of Oregon, the offensive lineman, and you watch them. It just doesn't feel like, you know, hey, these are guys in the, you know, beginning parts, beginning stages of their career. There's a Montana Jerry Rice type feel that they're going to be together for quite some time. And whenever Joe needed a bailout, and I know there was a controversial call, you know, the whistle or no call, you know, the NFL, they made a mistake. Like, you can't make a mistake if you send it back to New York at, uh, you know, ground control, inadvertent whistle... It should have been replayed. Now, you know, did the whistle have anything to do with uh, the Raiders not, you know, playing or the defensive back gave up? No. In the spirit of, of the uh, rule, you know, I'm glad the touchdown uh, stood, but there was a whistle there. Poor job by Drew Brees and Mike Chirico of not pointing that out in real time because you hear the whistle and then you have to know the rules and then you send it to New York and then they go, uh, touchdown. And you're going, okay. Like if I'm a Bengal fan, then you go, and well, we got away with something there because you're supposed to play the de- Now that officiating crew doesn't get any more playoff games from what I'm told. No playoff games, man. When you got big money, when there's gambling, you can't afford to make these mistakes. I mean, we have more gambling now than ever. Like, you know, case in point, Debo Samuel on that third down run, and they took how long to spot it, look at it again, and then it was short. Okay. The Dak Prescott run, it wasn't one of those, uh, where exactly is he down? Uh, Here you go. Like, there was no time that, you know, they were looking at that, you know, with such scrutiny the way they did Debo Samuel. And you're like, oh, yeah, I think it's right around there. Oh, game over. All right, see you. Drive home safely. I went, wow. I would have thought that the officials might have said, hey, we want to get the spot correct.
1: Yeah, Paul. So going back to the Bengals, Burrow's running out of bounds. The whistle blows right before his receiver catches it. Should the league in the moment said, hey, yeah, it didn't have anything to do with the play, but based off um of, I don't know. No, it's a rule. Yeah, you redo the play because of inadvertent yes, whistle.
2: You, you can't go, well, Yeah, you just can't. As, as much as you would want it to – stand in the spirit of the law, like, you know, they scored a touchdown. It's not like that defensive back for the Raiders goes, oh, I heard that whistle, I'm going to stop. I think he was already burned for a touchdown there. But you know the rule. Home office knows the rule. That's where you go, no. Like, here's the deal. You know, the whistle's blown. You got to gotta replay the down.
1: Yeah, Paul. Did you ever go to a Bengals home playoff game in your career as a working or yeah. as a kid?
2: Well I went there for the Chargers. Oh, for the cold game, game right? Yeah, the coldest game in history. Dang. Yeah. But those people have been waiting a long time, you know. Thirty-one years. Uh Dave in Arkansas. Then we'll take a break. We got our play of the day coming up. Hey Dave, what's on your mind today?
0: They call me Pittsburgh, <laughs> Dave. And I think we all know what my worst is. The best is obviously Dallas losing, because if Pittsburgh can't win, I definitely want Dallas out of there. I've got a big Ben Limerick, if you'll indulge me. All right, fire up, Dave in Arkansas. They can't all end with a win, but two seasons to the top is quite a gem. He started to show some rust. In Canton, he'll have a bust. Thanks for the memories, big Ben. All
2: right, well done. Thank you, Dave. We appreciate that. Fritzy just sent me a limerick that we'll get to. The, uh... Wait, is this, this is just about you feeling sorry for yourself. Is that I feel you... like
6: sorry for myself, just kind of like why I'm stuck in this box instead of uh, in the chair with you guys.
2: Mm. We'll uh, let Todd give you his feel-bad-for-him limerick coming up top of the hour.
0: Take a break. Play of the day next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is called play. of the day. Brother left, side, got it! We're going to play it and play it. This is the
3: play of the day. Check this out.
0: Garoppolo in the gun. Elijah Mitchell to his right. Debo Samuel left. Jennings inside of Ayuk. They motion Mitchell come back. He goes in orbit. Motion out left. Debo by himself. And they hand off to Debo coming to the right. Gets a block from Brunskill. A cut back by Debo. Debo ten. Debo five. Touchdown. San Francisco. Oh my goodness.
2: Debo Samuel rushed for 72 yards and a touchdown, most rushing yards by a wide receiver in a playoff game in NFL history. Debo Samuel has two of the top three postseason rushing games by a wide receiver in league history and is 174 rushing yards in the playoffs, the most by a wide receiver in postseason history. That is your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Van that you could win. We're up to nearly 100,000 people trying to win Seton's Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Van. Well, it's Seton's for a week, and then he drives with the French kid out to Los Angeles for the Super Bowl, and you will win that Sprinter Van. Dan Patrick show ultimate camping rig sweepstakes. To enter, get rules, go to danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com by February 2nd. Mercedes, Benz, Vans. Jeff in Detroit joins us. Hi Jeff, what's on your mind today?
4: What up though? One
5: time for chat row. Anything happen this weekend, man? I don't know. <laughs> Best and worst of the weekend. Josh Allen his run, his touch, his everything. I've never seen anybody put an all-around game together like that. I don't think the man made a mistake. The worst is going to be the Dallas Cowboys and the way that they lost, Mm. despite Jimmy G almost giving them the game. I mean, he did everything. He overthrew. He gave them an interception. He had a guy wide open in the flat and just flat out missed them, Dan. My question to you is this, though. Who had the worst weekend, the refs? of the Vegas-Cincinnati game or the Dallas Cowboys?
2: Uh, I would say the Dallas Cowboys because that, that's a team that doesn't advance. The officiating crew doesn't get to do an, another postseason game, but I, I would say the, the Dallas Cowboys and the way they lost. Also, Dallas fans, I know it's just a few, but stay classy. They, you know, throwing garbage at the officials. Uh, Dak Prescott will want to have this comment back.
5: That's sad. I mean, you're talking about a team. You're talking about men that come out each and every day of their lives and uh, give everything to the sport, um, give everything to this game of football. Um, nobody wants to succeed more than we want to succeed. I understand fans and, and the word fan for fanatic. I get that, but to know everything that we put into this day in and day out, try our hardest. Um, nobody comes in in the game wanting or expecting expecting to lose, and um, for for people to react that way when you're supposed to be a supporter, be with us through thick and thin. That's tough.
0: Yeah,
5: the referees. Yeah. Yeah, they were the ref- well, credit to them,
2: then. <laughs> <take>. <laughs> yeah, credit. Oh, credit. Credit to them. Yeah. Credit to the fans for throwing garbage at the officials. Not smart, Dak. He'll uh, want to walk that one back, I think. Um, yeah, people are missing out on, you know, Dak didn't play well. And it's all being, I think, covered up because of that last play. And once again, I have no problem with the call if you know what you're doing with the call. If everybody knows. And that's where Dak has to reiterate to everybody in the huddle. Once I'm down, we have to get to the line of scrimmage and the official has to spot the ball. You don't give the ball to the center. If you've practiced this, as Mike McCarthy says, then you know. You have to have the official spot the ball. That's it. And it could have been a great call. It would have given them a real opportunity to throw a pass in the end zone that's not a Hail Mary. You're 24 yards away instead of 40 yards away. But everybody had to understand what their job was on that play. And they didn't. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger, I guess, is going to retire. He's the only guy who hasn't said that he's retiring. Here's Ben after the loss last night in Kansas City.
4: Being a husband and father, never you never take a day off. You got to keep going, and so um, as we move from one chapter to the next, it's going to be it's going to be different, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be a new challenge, and I'm looking forward to it.
2: Okay, I guess he's retiring. When we talked to Jay Glazer last week, he said, "Yeah, of course he's no, he's retiring." Uh, because it feels like, hey, I might be retiring from the Steelers, but is anybody interested in having me as their quarterback? That one saying next chapter in his life being a dad. All right. And maybe that sounds official. Yeah, Paul.
1: Do you think he's afraid to say it? But why? Well, because nobody wants to quit playing football. Money, fame, everything. No, Steve Young told you like a decade ago, no, he chooses to retire. Yeah, but why can't you just say you're retiring? What if he thinks to himself, I'm just retiring as a Steeler. Uh, I still want another year. Well, he's delusional. He's delusional. <laughs> yeah. yeah, See.
3: And it's not like people don't ask retired quarterbacks if they want to come back anyway. This season, there was all <laughs> kinds of stories about, hey, they're looking at Drew Brees. We're looking at Philip Rivers. We're yeah. looking at...
2: Yeah, I, I don't know why Ben's not just saying. Nobody is really wants to say it. They, they want to let him say it. And and he did okay last night. You know, but it just felt like they're, they're non-threatening. I, I will say that, you know, T.J. Watt, it was great that he gave us just a little glimpse there of, all right, okay. He gave us a good first quarter. And then Mahomes was unbelievable. That might be the fastest five-touchdown pass performance in NFL history. I don't know if anybody keeps track of that, but I was thinking about that last night. In 10 minutes... He had five touchdown passes. I don't know how that ranks with what happened when they faced the Texans a couple of years ago in the playoffs, but that was fast-break football. We'll check in on the Patriots. Uh, Carson Palmer also stopped by as well. More phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. And Todd's Limerick coming up. One more item. We close out our 1M drive. You want to start with that New Year's resolution? How about something that you can stick to? Start out with something small. A small change that you can make every morning to start your day off right. M-Drive Boost and Burn is a daily supplement for driven guys that will help you shed the holiday weight and give you the energy you need to crush your fitness goals no matter what your age is. You don't have to be like me to reach your goals. It's all about being consistent and making the small changes. You can find M-Drive Boost and Burn at m Free shipping. 60-day money-back guarantee. Also find it at Walgreens Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop. New Year's resolutions don't work. Make a small change today that will lead to a lasting impact throughout the year. M-Drive Boost and Burn, available at mdrivedan.com or Walgreens Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop. Try M-Drive Boost and Burn to lose weight, get more energy, and perform at your very best. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com.